Welcome to the Daring DVM podcast, the veterinary podcast that teaches you how to use psychology, coaching, and your doctor brain to rewire your mind and get what you want in life. If your life is not what you had imagined it would look like 10 years ago, and you're desperately looking for ways to make it how you thought it would be, then this podcast is for you. I am your host, Dr. Amy Grimm, Certified Veterinary Life Coach, Goal-Getting Girl, and Life Work Alignment Pro. Hi everyone, how are you feeling today? Are you excited? Are you feeling curious? Are you celebrating something? Or do you feel some other kind of way? Do you feel kind of meh? Are you having one of those days where you just say, oh, screw it all. I give up. I just don't have any fucks left to give. Because if you are, then this episode is just for you. Today is episode number 42 of the Daring DVM podcast, and we are continuing on our journey of poo-poo energy. Last week, we covered self-pity and how it is one of the most useless emotions that you can choose to experience. Because when you pity yourself, you are in fact giving up on yourself and creating your own failure. Today, we're going to look at another one of those sneaky emotions. And what we're talking about today is the emotion of indifference or apathy. The same way that we can slip into self-pity and not even notice is the exact same way that some of us slip into apathy. We start out with these great ideas and these hopes for success and happiness, and we set these big goals, and then we decide on all the things that we want in our life, and we get really excited about it, and we start chipping away, and the next thing we're like, oh, fuck it all. I don't want to deal with this anymore. It's not as easy as I thought it was going to be. There are challenges that I didn't expect. It's taking way too long or requires much more effort than I initially anticipated. And then we just decide, well, to hell with it. What's the point of even trying? We reach this point where it feels like we don't even care anymore. And for many of us, we stay here and we placate ourselves by coming up with different thoughts about how it doesn't matter or it's not the right time, or it's not meant to be, or it's never going to work out for me anyway. And then we change our attention to something else. But a lot of times we look back on the thing that we were working on or working toward and we think, wow, I wish I had just kept going. I wish I hadn't given up. I wish I had tried something different. And then we tend to spiral into guilt and shame and beating ourselves up and then trying to make ourselves better again by going back into the cycle of pretending that we don't care anyway. Being indifferent is one of our biggest dream stealers. We slip into this default mode of protection because we don't want to do the hard things or feel the discomfort on the journey to creating our own happiness and success. And you know what? This is totally normal. Remember Monkey, our survival brain? Monkey is programmed for survival, so if you are technically safe, one of the first things he wants to do is put you into apathy. Staying in a state of apathy and indifference prevents you from going out and trying new things and taking big risks. And this is exactly what Monkey Brain wants you to do. 
He only wants you to survive. He doesn't care if your day-to-day -day survival feels like shit. That is not his M.O. Monkey does not care if you are thriving. He only cares if you are literally surviving. Your CEO, on the other hand, that prefrontal executive portion of your brain, wants you to go out and grow and to take those risks and to do the work. And what I would offer to you today is to start paying more conscious attention to your CEO. And when you feel yourself slipping into indifference, consciously choose to do the opposite. Consciously choose to be invested and to care and to create action and to keep going. Because otherwise you're going to play it safe and you're going to look back on your life with regret. So let me give you some examples of what this indifference can look like. In its most basic sense, it's when you really want something, but you either don't believe that you can get it, or maybe the things that you have tried up until now haven't worked. And so instead of changing the process, you change your belief in yourself. You incorrectly decide that you're not good enough or not worthy or that you're not capable of doing it. Or here's one of my favorites. You decide that you are just so special that it is impossible for you to work it out, even though it works out for other people. And what happens is that this feels terrible. And in order to not feel terrible, you instead decide to tell yourself that you don't care anyway. You tell yourself that it doesn't matter if you go after your goals because it's probably not going to work out for me anyway. You tell yourself that you're fine and you can continue to be just fine. You tell yourself that it's not worth your time or effort or energy to do something or change something. And this is not only in areas of your life where it comes to goal setting, but it also affects your relationships. For example, Maybe you are single and you have decided that this is just the way it is and that you don't care about being in a relationship and that you don't need anybody in your life, so why would I bother to pursue dating anyway? Or others of you may cancel somebody from your life under the guise of telling yourself that you don't care about them anyway. Basically, it's something that you do actually care about, but now you're telling yourself that you don't and you are being indifferent about it. And I want to point out that this is very different from being in alignment with yourself and knowing yourself and who you are and what your values are and what you want in life. This is very different than feeling empowered and knowing that you don't need anybody else to meet your needs and that you can choose whether or not you want to be in a relationship with someone. And if you decide that you want to be single then you are 100% happy and confident in that choice. That is very different than being indifferent or apathetic about it. And I know you, you're a doctor, I know you're smart, so you know what I'm talking about. I know you know, I know you know. The thing about indifference is that we typically use it against ourselves. For example, if you show up late to work on Tuesday, you don't just decide to say, screw it, I don't care anymore, I already blew it today and now I'm just going to take the rest of the week off. Who knows if I'll even show up on Monday. But how many of us do that to ourselves with the goals that we have? Oh, 
I didn't stick to my diet plan last night, so I guess I'll just keep overeating for the rest of the week. Oh, I was too tired to go to the gym yesterday, so I guess I'll just take the rest of the week off and maybe start again on Monday. Oh, I've had five bad dates in a row now, so I guess I'm just going to give up on dating and finding someone who I actually want to be with. Oh, I didn't get the schedule that I wanted, so I guess I'll just stop discussions with my boss and pretend it's fine and that I don't care instead of being open and honest about what I'm looking for. Oh, I don't have the life-work alignment that I desire even though I've switched jobs multiple times in my career, so I guess this is just the way it is. The thing is, in any of these situations, you do still care very much. You're just lying to yourself and telling yourself that it doesn't matter. And that is where the problem lies. You are resigning yourself to a life of survival. Think about our evolution as a human species. Back when we were hunter-gatherers, our survival wasn't optional. I mean, technically dying is an option, but only if you didn't want to live. We are wired for survival, and our survival is not optional. So your biology is trying to keep you alive regardless of whether your life is amazing or miserable. But in today's world, we don't have the same kind of threats to our survival that we did back then. Back then, our threats were predators and natural disasters and not having enough food or warmth or sleep to survive. For most of us in today's world, we no longer have to worry about those types of threats, or at least not as much. Chances are, if you are listening to this podcast, then you are relatively safe in your day-to-day -day life. The thing is, our dreams, our goals, our desires are 100% optional. You don't have to do anything. You do not have to thrive. You do not have to create an amazing life for yourself. You do not have to grow or to evolve into the next best version of yourself in order to just survive. You can totally survive by just being indifferent and apathetic about everything and your survival brain thinks that is good enough. And this is why it can be so challenging to motivate yourself and to keep going because your biology is literally wired to do the opposite. As long as you can avoid pain and be indifferent and choose to not feel your emotions or to see how much potential you have, you can just survive through life. And that is why being indifferent to your desires is one of your biggest dream stealers. We think our indifference is keeping us safe. And it is kind of in the sense that you don't have to take any big risks or really put yourself out there. If you just exist on default, then yes, you technically will survive. If you never put yourself out there into the dating world and truly showcase who you are, then you will never have to worry about being rejected or being hurt. If you never voice your opinion or stand up for your values or say no when you want to say no, then you never risk being judged. If you never leave the job that you hate, even if you don't have another plan yet, then you never have to feel the discomfort of uncertainty. If you never 100% commit to your goal no matter what, then you never risk feeling the sting of failure. There are so many ways in which our indifference keeps us safe, yet stuck. 
when you make it optional to not go after the things that you want in life by allowing yourself to feel indifferent, then your biology is going to win by default. And when you do this enough, when you choose indifference enough, it starts to feel familiar and comfortable and safe. It starts to feel normal. What I offer you to think about is, look at the last five years of your life. What have you given yourself in terms of having an incredible life? What are the risks that you have taken for yourself? What have you contributed to yourself, for yourself? What are all the things that you have done for you? The thing is, when you truly care about yourself and you love yourself, you are willing to take a lot of risks and try a lot of things and to keep going even when it's hard. You care about yourself and your life so much that you cannot possibly be indifferent. When you feel indifference towards something, you're actually being indifferent toward yourself. And when you no longer care about yourself and your hopes and your dreams, you give up. You no longer do the things for yourself. You don't take action in this world. As you think back on the last five years, I want to take a minute to discuss the difference between taking action and consuming. When you look back at these last five years, it's easy to think of new things that you have learned, ideas that you've had, books that you've read, or other forms of content that you've consumed. But the difference between action and consumption is that consumption does not automatically lead to results. You can consume as much information as you want, but unless you take action on it, you will remain stuck. This is why you can read as many self-help books as you want, but if you don't take action on anything, you will never move forward. Another example would be, say you want to learn a new language, and you have been taking a class and practicing on Duolingo, and you have improved your understanding and ability to speak it. Pause for a minute and look at what have you done with this learning? What have you created in your life with this new skill? How have you used this new skill? Have you created something new and better in your life by being able to speak this language? Has it opened up new opportunities for you? I think this is important for us to consider because if you do something like learn a new language, there's still no inherent risk in doing that. You have to put yourself out there and actually speak it and risk sounding like an idiot before you ever truly feel proud of yourself for learning to speak it. You need to go out there and create situations in which you get to speak the language and practice it and to have experience using it. So notice how your monkey brain allows you to have the experience of learning the language because it's safe, but as soon as you think about practicing it and gaining use and exposure by speaking it, you start to feel a little resistance. It's so easy for us to passively consume. We talk to other people about their relationships and their dating life, yet we don't put ourselves out there. We read a ton of self-help books but don't implement the practices. We provide lunch and learns to our staff on how to have a more productive and efficient day in the hospital, yet we never change the scheduling to accommodate this. If you look back on the last few years of your life and you don't see a lot of results and accomplishments, like there's nothing tangible that you can see or that you've created, 
this is a sign that indifference may be hiding somewhere in the background. You are being indifferent to yourself and to your life and to those around you. This requires some really deep and vulnerable work, especially since other people may not notice this indifference in you. You look pretty accomplished. You seem to have a pretty good life. You've got a good career. You get up and take the kids to school and go to work every day. You take care of the family. You spend time with your friends. But deep down, you know that you have not been taking action toward the things that you truly, deeply desire. Another way to suss out whether indifference is creating poo-poo energy in your life is to think about your future. When you think about your future, are you in constant awe and amazement of how much potential there is? Do you think about all the possibilities for you and your life? Are you inspired thinking about all that you can create and have in this life? And if you're answering no to these questions, then it's very likely that you're feeling indifference. But the question is, why would you choose to feel apathetic towards your future? What are the sneaky thoughts that are truly keeping you away from happiness and success? Many of you will answer with, you just feel exhausted. You're overwhelmed. You're burnt out. You're too tired to show interest. You're spending all your time worrying and stressing about the future. You don't have enough energy left to care or to be interested in what is possible for you in your life. My friend, if this is you, firstly, what I would offer is that your feelings are valid. This absolutely happens to so many veterinarians and people in helping professions. Burnout is real. But the really fucked up part about it is that this kind of indifference and apathy leads to a lack of concern for yourself. You stop caring about yourself and your goals and your life. It is neglect. What do I mean by this? We have been conditioned to neglect the wisdom of our body and the warning signals of our own nervous system. We have been conditioned to accept our dysregulated states as normal and to learn to cope with them rather than to heal ourselves and to create something different. Nobody teaches us how to do this. And as a result, we end up burning out. What I want to tell you is that it's not your fault. You are not broken. You do not need to be fixed. You are 100% worthy and lovable and capable of doing and achieving everything that you desire. The only problem is that you haven't been taught anything different, and your ignorance has led to neglect. We tell ourselves these stories that we don't have enough time or energy to care about ourselves and our own lives and our own feelings. We constantly put ourselves last. We constantly stay late at work. We white-knuckle it through the day only to get up and do it all again tomorrow and never create the space and time that we need to rest and to heal. We leave our dreams unanswered. And at the worst of times, we can't even muster enough energy to care that we are upset. We suppress our emotions. We tell ourselves that we don't care because it hurts less than caring and having to sit with the reality that we are not where we want to be in our lives. I totally feel you. I have been there. 
and I want to tell you that all is not lost. It does not have to be this way. You can absolutely come back from the brink of burnout and live a life of fulfillment and alignment and intention and joy. A life in which you thrive. One that you love and enjoy. One that gets you back in touch with who you are and who you were when you were younger, with all your hopes and dreams and aspirations. One that gets you back in touch with your willingness to love even when you were hurting. One that gets you back in touch with your imagination and your sense of adventure and exploration and possibility. One that gets you back in touch with that previous brave and amazing version of yourself who came up with these coping mechanisms just to keep you safe. My friend, take a moment to just pause and to think about that previous version of you. Imagine yourself looking into her eyes with all the life experience that you have now. Take a moment to say thank you. Thank you for keeping me safe. Thank you for helping me come up with ways to cope. Thank you for helping me to get where I am today. Thank you for helping me to survive. Take a minute to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I've neglected you. I'm sorry I wasn't listening to your warning signs. I'm sorry that I chose to no longer care. Take a minute to say, I forgive you. I forgive you for the things that we had to do to survive. The ugly things. The things that nobody else knows. And it doesn't have to be this way anymore. I am here now. It can be different. Can you forgive me too? And finally, take a minute to say, I love you. I love all that you are. I love who you are. You are worthy. You are capable. You are so strong. You are lovable. And you are loved. My friend, you are not indifferent. You do very much care. You are burnt out. And I see you. I see all that you are, and all that you were, and all that you can be. What I would offer is to think about the things that you are indifferent about. Take time to write them down and to journal about them. You can absolutely heal yourself when you create the space. This is going to look different for everybody, but it always starts with awareness. We are not taught to make our emotional health a priority, yet our emotional health is what drives every single thing in our entire life. We are taught to be busy and productive and to achieve more. We are taught to put others before ourselves. What I am offering is to slow down, to reconnect with yourself, to make your sense of worth and lovability independent of your achievements or your perceived productivity, to put yourself first. What I'm asking you to do is care about yourself and about your future. When you feel indifferent, you do not move toward possibility. Your life becomes stagnant. Indifference can initially feel like relief because it doesn't require anything of you. 
And in a life where we are constantly bombarded with requests for our attention and our production and our own self-sacrifice, being indifferent can feel like a huge relief. But the cost is so high. When you feel indifferent, you are setting aside yourself. You are setting aside your self-care, your self-regulation, your self-responsibility, your self-love, all the things that make you resilient and mentally and emotionally strong. And this indifference can lead to depression. And this depression causes us to miss out on the opportunity to live a life where we are connected and alive, one in which we actually thrive. We often develop indifference for things we believe we cannot change. But the truth is you can always change your life when you take responsibility for it. You are always in control of your experience and what you think about your situation. You have an opportunity to live your life however you want. Do not accept indifference as an option. Remove it as an option. It feels protective and like it is keeping you safe. But it is stealing your energy and eating you from the inside. In the long run, being indifferent is exhausting. So commit to doing something different. Commit to taking 100% responsibility for your own life. Commit to leaving behind what isn't working. Commit to learning how to befriend your nervous system so that you can always regulate yourself and bring yourself back to safety even during times of distress. Commit to learning how to manage your mind so that you are always in control of your choices and your life. Commit to the belief that it can be different. Commit to the belief that you are not broken. You are whole and you are worthy. And you just need to learn a new way. Okay, my friends, if you're feeling indifferent and burned out, I hope that you can borrow some of my belief in you. And know that, yes, it can be different. If you haven't already, check out the show notes for a free resource on creating a framework for resiliency in your life. Starting with this framework will help you build a life in which you never feel burned out again. And if you would like support in doing this and a safe space in which you can discuss what is going on in your life, then I invite you to reach out to me. As someone who has come back from the brink of burnout, I can tell you that it is absolutely possible for you too. Sometimes you just need somebody to show you the way. Come find me on Instagram at DaringDVM or schedule a virtual coffee chat with me so we can meet and get to know each other. I would love to learn how I can support you on your journey from burnout to breakthrough. I love who you are and even more than that, I love who you're becoming. Dare to dream. If you love what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come coach with me in my Daring DVM coaching program. It's where you get individual help applying these concepts to your own life. This is where we address your challenges, crush your goals, and create your dream life. It's where I help other veterinarians who are struggling, just like I once was, to create and cultivate their dream life too. Helping you 
is my favorite thing to do, and it will change your life. I guarantee it. Come coach with me at www.daringdvm.com forward slash coaching. That's daringdvm.com forward slash coaching. I cannot wait to meet you. Dare to dream.